We've started. <laughs> well, for our listeners, I just want to um, describe the scene to you. There's a scene to describe? Well, yeah. If you're not watching the video That's true. of us, you don't know what my husband is wearing. And so I'm going to describe it to you. He's wearing a black T-shirt. He's rubbing the T-shirt right now, which is actually kind of awkward now that I think about what you're doing. <laughs> well, I wasn't. I was literally. Yeah, you couldn't. Shirt, yeah. Well, I, I mean, you. <laughs> so bad. If you're watching the video, I apologize for my husband. It's an um, adult. This is an adult podcast. Okay, it's not but a kid no, podcast. what you were just doing was not. It was appropriate. by accident. You're the one who made it, and you're the one who made it inappropriate. Not me. He has a Whitney Houston shirt on. <laughs> yes, I do. It's Whitney Houston pretty much, well, okay, you can almost see all of her, actually, now that I think about it. I thought it was just her upper body, but I see her knees now. So she's sitting on a chair, kind of leaning forward, and it says Whitney across, and her hair is the typical, you know, Whitney, Whitney kind of mess. And um, if you don't know my husband in real life, he's a big fan of Whitney Houston. I am. Always have been. I mean, to be specific, I'm a big fan of primarily Whitney ballads, like power ballads. Not, I'm not big on her. She had that little hip hop ish kind of in the 2000s. Yeah, that was my. That's not my cup of tea. Mm -hmm. It's not my cup of tea. But 80s into the 90s. So our son was out shopping <laughs> for some stuff My for himself child and, now. and he took his brother with him. So they were doing a little shopping together and he came home with this little number for his father as a surprise. And um, he wasn't sure. The funny thing is they had an argument about it. Like John Paul didn't think you were going to like it. And so John they Paul, text the me. Eighth favorite child. And I said yes with a with exclamation points. Yes, you need to buy it because he's gonna love that. This wasn't the the men's section. It was it's important it to know the men's section. That this will be important for my story that I want to tell. Oh, I can't wait to hear that mm -hmm. story. And the they said that there were a lot of strange shirts in the men's section, like weird character type shirts. Yeah, they do. Or whatever yeah, they, they do that at Target. Thing. It's yeah. like a thing, but. They came across this one and immediately thought they should really buy this for you. And so- I've seen somebody with this shirt on before. You have? Yeah, the Eucharist of Congress. Somebody had it on. Really? And I went up to them and said, that is such a great t-shirt. Oh, that's so funny. Love Whitney. Yeah. And then what did you do when they handed you the t-shirt? I don't remember. You hugged it. Oh, yeah. You hugged no, no, the t-shirt. This, this is amazing. the t-shirt. I mean- <laughs> and, I, and Michael looks at John Paul <laughs> and is like- I told you, like, I knew he was going to love it. A little drama. <laughs> it's a great t-shirt. Yep. So I'm I'm just sporting both my alma maters. Mm -hmm. I have my Franciscan University sweatpants on that my friend Lindsay, shout out to her, but I don't think she listens, uh, purchased for me when she visited Steubenville not too long ago. And she said, do you want anything? And I said, I really want like comfy sweatpants. And I basically live in these now and they're so comfortable. And then I thought to myself, well, I should put on my Providence t-shirt because then I'm sporting both. That's what I'm wearing. So now you know what we're both wearing if you're listening and not watching because you really cared, I'm sure, as to what we were, what we were wearing today. You're welcome. Mm -hmm. 
So tell me this story that you have to tell me that I haven't heard yet. All right, so and I get to hear for the first time. I had to run a couple errands here. today. And one of them was um, we started our weekly men's basketball night. And I noticed last week I was slipping and sliding everywhere on the court. Oh, um, yeah. And I I hadn't bothered to look at I've had the, the my these the current pair of basketball sneakers I've had for at least four years now, and we use them a lot outside. So I outside you can get away with a little. What happened here? What? What's? What, you're not even know. listening to my story. Oh, I I'm totally. You do know I can do like twenty things so at one rude. time. I'm totally listening to you. I'm just wiping the table because so, there's water. Anyways, long story short, I was slipping the sliding, needed new sneakers. So I said, you know what? I'm out and about. I'm gonna go see if I can grab a pair of basketball sneakers and you know listen this is not this is not you know 90s when i would be willing to drop a hundred dollars even back then no for a pair of jordans or a really good no cost not hundred dollars i again i just said this isn't i was just making like i I haven't heard the price tag yet on these sneakers so i'm just trying to find a decent pair of sneakers that fit me that keep me safe So you know, I try to keep you safe. I try Coles. They have um, they have a pair that I like, but too, too, they didn't have my size. But they had just a half size more, which you can kind of get away with if you put an extra pair of socks on. So why would you do that? Put well, two that's, socks on. That's actually and, that's exactly what I ended up doing because I've been doing it for years. Oh my gosh, that's obnoxious. Well, the problem is Don't I have I have sweat? slightly wider feet. So who cares? I'm playing basketball. Okay. Um, I have slightly wow. wider feet, so like when you you can't go, I can't go half small. Who can go a half size? Small? Well, I, I fit wear? in them, but it was too tight. No, so anyways, it worked out. But anyways, I thought the same way you thought. Why would I do this to myself? So I went to Kohl's. I went to Famous Footwear. Famous Footwear, by the way, do they sell sneakers anymore? They have, they have a like whole not real, but not, not not really athletic. Like they have some running shoes and running shoes. they don't really have cross trainers anymore. And they had really? no basketball. Sh- yep, it was weird. Hmm. And the, the other problem is a lot of these stores will have like lots of Nike sneakers, and right. we don't buy Nike anymore. So that was my other dilemma. Okay. So I go to Dick's Sporting Goods. Expensive. Which I already knew. But yeah. I said maybe I'll catch a sale, a sale or something. I can't. I, I, like Whitney's looking right at me while you're talking. Do you want me to take my shirt off? <laughs> That might be inappropriate. <laughs> we are we are recording. We are recording. The friar's <laughs> looking at me. This little guy right here, he's, he doesn't even have eyes. Beady little eyes. She's got eyes. She's staring right at me as if to say, uh, anyways, yeah, look so, at me. That's right. Go ahead. <laughs> so weird. So I go to the basketball section and, and they just have a, I noticed they only have a basketball section. Like, you know, they have like a as men's shoe. to a basket no, section? No, no. Men's, women's, and it used to be men's basketball, women's basketball. So they just have a basketball section. Okay. Okay. So I go up, and and I just like okay, I just need to find something. I know they're expensive, so I see up here they have some Under Armour uh, sneakers, and they're eighty dollars, which I'm like that's still more than I want to spend. Yeah. And they weren't that great. So the guy comes down and asks me. I said, I'm just trying to buy, buy a, a pair of sneakers for who? I said for me. For me. And he looked at you, he's like, you play basketball? You're too old. Try I said, um, do you have anything under $100? He goes, yeah, yeah, these over here, they're they're 80 And they're not, they don't look that great. Like, they're not. Yeah. So I'm like, ugh. I said, okay. Um, all right, give me, I gave my size. And then he went, got my sneakers. So I'm kind of, 
I'm looking at him like, I'm not sure I'm going to like these. He brings them to me. And he says, before I have a chance to look at the box, he says, yeah, I mean, these are women's, but they're really unisex. This is what the kid say, says to me. Is a kid or a guy? Ah, let's, they're, all, they're all kids to me now. <laughs> he was 30. He's a kid. No, no, definitely He's not 30. He's in his now. early, early 20s. Early 20s. Come okay. on, stick sporting goods. Right. Well, I don't yeah. know. So anyways, 20s. Let's, let's say 20s. Okay. So I look at him. I go, I'm not wearing a woman, woman's sneakers. I'm, just, I'm not doing it. He goes, no, it's no big deal. It's unisex. I look at the box. What's the sizing? Sizing at, is not unisex. I look in the box and I go, we, he, he, got me, he got me a bigger size. He did that right. But I went to him and I went to him and I said, nowhere in the box did it say unisex. Nowhere. It said women's. It was clear. Women's sneakers. I look and I said, do I look like a guy who's going to put on a pair of women's sneakers? <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, <laughs> and he goes, <laughs> and he goes. <laughs> He says it he, says women's right here. It says it. It's not even. This is not even like it doesn't. So what did he? And say? then you know. And then when you context, do I look like a his guy? His face dropped. Of course. And I went. He goes, no, no. Nobody, nobody. Look at them. Nobody's going to tell. I said, now that I know they're women's, I absolutely can tell. <laughs> I said, I, I was already suspicious of them when I was looking at the wall. Why? Tell I me. Said, what did you see? So that? I said, is there? It's just you know, it's just design. It's just design. design. And I said. Are there any men's basketball sneakers anymore? Oh, yeah. They're all over $120. That's insane. So, so he goes, but seriously, nobody's going to know. I said, I will know. <laughs> you will know. <laughs> I will know. And my kids will know. Will know. Like, they, they, everybody will figure it out. I feel I like it was Michael Scott. You will know. I feel like it was Michael Scott when he wore the woman's suit. Yes. <laughs> they went on, on sale. Didn't you, weren't you suspicious when it buttoned the opposite <laughs> way? Oh, I just thought, what did he say? I just thought it was, I forget what he said. I mean, insanity. So I, and I go, I said, so now I'm just like, I have righteous anger. And I say, I was like, why can't things just be simple? <laughs> and I said, and, and why, why would you think, I went back to the, and why would you think that I would wear a woman's pair of shoes? I mean, in fairness. And he goes, well, it is 2022. That's what he said to you? Oh, yeah. And I said, yeah, doesn't that suck? <laughs> and he went, I was like, this world is upside down. So it's really just part of the narrative, right? Yeah. You can't have, pretty soon there'll be no men's and women's section for sneakers. There'll all just be one section. That's where this is all heading. So it's all part of the woke culture that we're living in today. That is really. but Because, okay. you know, men and women don't have different tastes, honey. All right. So the thing is, this is the thing. Now, you know, because you make fun of me all the time, that I have very large feet. Well, that's a, diff that's, that's a different circumstance. So growing up, I played basketball and I always wore men's sneakers. If these if these were truly they unisex, I'm, I'll say this. If and they, 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 were, they didn't look much different. If they were truly sneakers. unisex. Because they do sell pairs of sneakers, I've seen them, where they design it for that reason. They design it purposely that, and they usually do it, especially if younger kids, younger ages, because it's easier for the parents. Here's a sneaker, looks the same thing as the guys. The guy, hey, it looks same thing, whatever. Just, whatever know, you're, I've never seen that. Oh yeah, yeah, they definitely do that. Okay, that'd be fine. That's not what was going on here. But here's the thing: you can't make a unisex shoe because men's and women's shoe sizes are but you just different. The size, they put the sizes on. Like this is men's, a men's women's. blah 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 oh, or yeah. a women's yeah. blah blah blah. Yeah, I've seen that. You have seen that. That's not what this was though. It is, was a woman's pair of basketball sneakers. It said it on the box. 
Do you think he was just trying to sell it to you because he wanted to make a sale and you were looking for under $100? What do you think? think What do you think? He gets commission? I'm sure. Do they get commission at Dick's to buy sneakers? I don't think so. Most salespeople. No, I don't think think so. I don't think, not not anymore. I'd be shocked if they're getting commission on this. And commission on $80? What are we doing here? I I mean, every just just, It was a microcosm of the world today. Yeah, that's true. And and it was a funny moment, but it was also a microcosm. And I, so I just looked down at my lap. I thanked him, and I just kind of laughed, and I said, I'm going to go try to find a normal store <laughs> as I walked out. <laughs> wow. I mean, I don't know. I miss I, I Bob think, stores. I could see you with, I could see you with uh, <laughs> well, I know. sporting- and the irony of this whole thing right now. Sporting women's sneakers with your Whitney shirt. I could put this, that together. I'm a man who loves Whitney, and I'm proud of it. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm, but I'm going to wear Rocket. men's basketball sneakers. Yeah. So I went back to Kohl's and got my half size up. How much were they? $65. Really? Yeah. That's a pretty good deal. There was an Under Armour pair that was for $43. But they didn't they, have your size. No, they, no yeah. And the, the size, it just didn't, they felt horrible. Hmm. I couldn't play with them. They had too much of a, and the arch, like a bubble at the arch, it was, felt weird on my feet. Very weird. Anyways, but I got my new pair of sneakers. I'm so happy for you. Bizarre. What a bizarre world we're living in. We are living in strange times. Why do you keep touching that? This is not automatically scrolling like it normally does. And I don't know why. And I don't want to stop. Well, I don't want to mess around with it now. Then just leave it alone. I I like to make sure that's recording. I know we have we have done full episodes yes. before, and then look. So I'm to just going to keep an eye on it from nothing, time to time. You can nothing was recording. You don't have to call it out. Just, just make believe it's not happening. Thirty five minutes. Just make believe it's not happening. It's not the deal. It's obnoxious. So <sighs> calling it out because it's all right. Anything else? I survived the man cold. Certainly, it, it became a full fledged cold, and it hung around forever. You're still congested. I can hear. Yeah, but that's also I'm. I think now ragweed is like through the. Through the roof, so that could, could be allergies. a little bit of the cold holding on. I don't know if I that's allergies. A, I don't know if I'm catching the cold or what I've been fighting with is really you had it first, Ooh. or it could be allergies because I was fine yeah. all day till I came home, and then now, but then again, at the end of the day, a lot of times that just happens. Like I feel like a tickle in my nose, and I've yeah. sneezed a bunch of times. I feel I feel much better, but hmm. still my still my nasal cavity. Your navel cavity? My navel, my navel, <laughs> Winnie's in my navel cavity. <laughs> That's just so weird. I'm like, it's still weird the that title of this episode is going to be Navel, ca- navel Cavity. She just keeps looking at uh, me like, I've got your husband. I just, I have you. How will I know if he really loves me? He wears my shirt every night. That's so weird. <laughs> I think part of the bonus for this today, you should sing a Whitney song for I bonus. I that's going to happen. No, I think it's going to happen. It's definitely not going to happen. Your wine will be down to the end. That's not going to trigger that. And that's that. That's a Whitney, that's a three glass. Inner... That's a three glass wine. Whitney, will... oh, I can't. It's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> ridiculous. <laughs> I so can't old. even lift my arms because you're working out so much. Oh my god! It's like me not being able to swing a golf so club. So actually, no. I I do think the reason why I'm not really recovering <laughs> is because of golf. Yes, we went golfing because it was last week. I'm doing this five week refine program. Yeah, I think that's really what it is, honey. And it's really the the trainer is a she's a cyclist primarily. She's got a YouTube channel, Kaylee Cohen, and sh- shout out to Kaylee, and she. 
her cycling videos are so challenging. They're really, really good because we have a bike, obviously. And this refine, she's got you lifting two days, like two or three days a week and then riding two or three days a week. I forget how many and there's two days off. Hmm. And the lifting, no, it's three days a week of lifting, two days a week of riding. Just go check it out, folks. Anyways, I'm just telling you about it. And she challenges you to go heavy. Can you go heavier? How is that set? Because you do three sets in a row and then she, she'll she say, "Did can you go heavier? So I just kept, every time she was, she's using kilograms so her weights are in kilograms. It's not easy for an American. No. So I keep asking Echo. I'll be like, Echo, how much is 10 kilograms? How much is 20 kilograms? Because whatever I see her using, I want to know how much. Yeah. And she will literally be using 44 pounds well, she's, weights. She's, she's got some. In each hand. She's got some meat on those bones, as they say. She's a thin thing no she's, she's got she she's, is all pure muscle she's, she's a linebacker she's got no. big shoulders yes she does she doesn't have big shoulders she's not a big person i didn't say she was big she's i said she's got some meat so... on the bones she's got muscle yes of course she has muscle she's 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 got bigger shoulders than i do she's jacked but okay, she doesn't so I mean, she's look big. like a ripped person if you just look at her like when she's she riding a bike. But when all of a sudden she starts lifting weights and i'm and i'm like asking echo how much is she lifting and it's She's, a got, lot she's got some of weight. pork on that chop. See, that is so. No woman, first of all, wants to hear <laughs> that kind of a thing. She's not and here. And this is a fit, a very fit. Yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent. I'm saying this in very positive ways. Pork on her chop. I was just thinking meat in the bones. That is so <laughs> awful. Pork on the chop. Nobody wants to hear that. Even if if. If I am fit, which I'm not quite fit yet, but as I get more fit, well, are you going to tell me Absolutely I have not. meat on my chop? I've only or been pork saying on I've only chop? been saying nice things. What are you going to say? You look great. Oh, now I'm now I'm not sure. You know it's true. I've been saying it before this conversation, so don't even don't cause a fight when there's none to be had. Well, if you're going to call, say and I'm not even like talking about you. Chop doesn't. If you're going to talk that way about a woman who's who I She's, look at her and I think to myself. Holy crap! A, she's super strong, she's, but she's she so is. fit. She, she is has fit. Like negative. I'm not saying body fat. Uh, she's got no fat on her. That's not possible. Right? Obviously, it's an exaggeration. My point is, we did <sighs> chest and back last week. Last week, you're and still, still... I haven't been able to like stretch in certain ways. I am so sore. And then we did what happened. Nothing, honey. Well, this, don't make faces then if nothing happened. Some widget came up. A widget? Just keep talking. Okay, well, when you start, when you're like, me looking at the computer. I'm not, it's, but you don't need, it. that's just me. It wasn't even that bad of a face. It was a. <laughs> Pork chops and applesauce. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Anyways, and then we went golfing. And so I think that I'm just, I keep. I don't know. I, 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 You'll be fine. I'm so sore. You're working. You're, you're working hard. It's Again? all going to pay off. <laughs> <That's okay. laughs> well, stop doing that. I can't raise my hand. Okay. <laughs> nobody here to raise your hand for. So anyway, that's there was it. something else I was going to say about the. Hmm. I don't remember now. Hmm. Oh, I wanted to say, um, just uh, we had a lovely time with a sometime listener of the of the program. 
sometime listeners. Yeah. So Danielle and Pete, thank you. We didn't yes. just in case you do listen to this episode. Thank you. Shout we had a lovely thank you evening for with us them. The other night. Yep. Mm-hmm. Great young Catholic family. Yep. That was nice. That's all I wanted to say. It was really nice. It's nice of you to shout out. And October is upon us. By the time they're listening yeah. to this, October will be just a day or two away. Unbelievable. We're going to be uh, we're three months away from Christmas. Oh, today. Oh, my birthday today. It was yesterday. Three months. Say, three three months. T- three so months until my three birthday. Until your birthday. It's not a. It's not a big birthday. Don't worry. It's That's, not well, the it is, big birthday. A, it is a big not birthday, the but it's not the big birthday. Well, it's not, the biggest one is the next one you have. Because you never know if you're going to have another one. Okay, so his next birthday will be his biggest birthday. So that means that, so so I should throw you a big bash next year just in case you don't make it to your 50th? Is that what you're saying? No, I haven't decided if I want to bash in my 50th or not. Okay, well. All right. So we're going, the topic for tonight is given to us by one of our longtime listeners, Mm -hmm. Marianne Kaiser. Shout out to Marianne. She may not want to be named. Well, she's named. Shout out to you. Sorry, Mary. Thank you for giving us a topic. She listened. We asked for topics, mm-hmm. and she responded. Well, I believe, to be precise, she's curious as to what we think about this particular so she gave episode us, of a podcast she listens to. Correct. Yes. She listens to a podcast. Isn't, what's the name of the guy? Um, we do need to give him a shout out. Yes, shout out to doo, 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 the Z-Dog MD show. Sounds horrendous. Z dog M. <laughs> What's his his name though? What's his name? Oh, it's it's on it actually. Babe. Oh, you might not be able to see it from that view. I'll continue. There he is. Zubin Demania. 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 Z D. That's why it's Z dog. Zubin. Zubin. It's a great name. He updates it semi weekly. I know why he calls it the Z dog show. The rating is explicit. Wow. Marianne, shocking. There's there's a thing with podcasters, even good people liking, they like to swear. Well, how do you know? Does he swear? Did you listen to the whole podcast? I only well, listen. Why it's to, explicit? I unless you it's say it, that, but it could be sometimes topic, it could just be topic. topic wise, topic. they just call something explicit. And Ours really... should be explicit. <laughs> oh, let's talk about Whitney. <laughs> All right. So he has his last episode was on. The three untruths. Untruths. And so we're going to read each one and give our thoughts on them. Untruths I, just just in society, like in general. Yes. Right? And for he, he kind of starts with the idea that it's for youth, but then he, he believes now it's for adults because it's been happening for so long. Mm-hmm. These untruths have been kind of permeating society. Yep. So our schools, culture, et cetera. And now it's youth... Uh, Children and adults alike who could be suffering from these untruths. Mm-hmm. All right. Untruth number one. I haven't, by the way, I've read the transcript of the entire show. I haven't listened to it. And I think that's important because as we would, I'm sure we believe with our show, sometimes, you know, inflection and how we're saying something actually matters. Yeah. I so listened to. I'm just, that's why we're only going to react to the actual untruth. I listened he, to the first, his whole first part about the first untruth, because okay. that's what she was saying would make, a, maybe make a good podcast. Oh, I think um, all episode. three go together the way But he I do agree, because I, yeah. I didn't get to listen to, I just didn't have time to listen to the whole thing that particular 
night that I was listening. All right, the first on truth. That which does not kill you makes you weaker. So Plus, it's based on the old adage. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Right. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Only Whitney songs tonight. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's... um. Where do broken hearts go? That's Mendisa, I think. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that was the first thing that came to mind when I heard that podcast. So I had to like think about this one for a second because I I was like, is that is that untruth really permeating society? So when I first started listening to him, I was doubtful he was gonna convince me that this was a mentality in society. Well, I'll read the rest of the kind of this one little. And uh, then yeah, as he, he started does, talking, I was like, oh, the next he's three right. sentences that kind of is... yeah, spells out what he's saying, yeah. right? Um, wait, I thought the opposite. I thought that which does not kill you makes you stronger. No, you're wrong. Anything that harms you, anything that makes you feel bad, anything that challenges your current beliefs, anything that stresses you out is going to weaken you. So. That is definitely happening in our society, and it's happening. I don't give a crap which side of the aisle you're on. Everybody's behaving this way now. Mm-hmm. That if you spew something that you don't, if somebody spews something that you don't like, we're you're supposed, hurting me. Yeah, and you're supposed to react that way. You're supposed like, to react that way. You've just hurt me personally on a deep personal level. Yeah, it's like because I said an opposing view to you. Yep. I I challenged you. Know, let me move this over, and you can fit that. Just here. a little bit, yeah. So I can just so I don't have to have it in my Thank you. That's mm-hmm. good. And that is so yeah. true. That is how people react to the faintest thing. I mean, just social media is obviously the perfect little microcosm. Yeah, he does. He talks. He talks a lot about that. Back. Yeah. But in yeah. in Social media, the minute you you put something up that someone is opposed to, they feel the need to attack you, to spew venom on your page, to contradict you. They might not even know you personally, but you might be friends with them on a social media platform. They feel it their utmost responsibility to trash you because somehow you've injured them yeah even though you've said you don't even you haven't directed it to them about them it's literally something that you believe we saw this um when the uh dobbs decision came down in june for the overruling um uh roe v wade um there was some social media stuff that we saw with everyone will remain nameless but it was somebody that we know and we like and she posted like she was really happy about this decision and and it wasn't inflammatory. It no. wasn't. It was just. I'm really happy for babies and mamas that this decisions happened today. Okay. Um, and somebody on there was all kinds of people ch- chirping, chirping, chirping on it. But then somebody didn't like didn't say, "I disagree with you," and here's why, nope. and put together a rational argument. No, 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 no none of that. Mm-mm. It was pure emotion, and which will be a bridge to the next. Untruth, mm-hmm. pure emotion, and not just that. This person personally went after this other person that we know, and very it, it, the the crossing of the line was so far. It was like it was quite like it was one of those when you read it, you go like you you gasp a little bit, like oh my words, what was she drunk when she did that? Like because 
adults just don't behave that way. Well, if they, if they, well, now they do. Now they do. Now they do. Where adults think but they can I, behave, yeah, that it's okay yeah. to behave like that. But it was, that. it was, no, she deleted the comments. Some, I'm sure hopefully somebody got to her and say, um, yeah, it's you, really did, were you drunk when you did that? You should not do that. Yeah. But it was, yeah, that's, it's okay. She posted something that she believes in and you don't like. So just say you don't like it and move on. So here's the thing. And he takes it down the road of children. And this is, you know, from a parent perspective. Okay. How we parent our children. Do we parent our children with the mentality that the minute you are challenged. Right. You're, it's, you know, it's it's painful for you. You should, it's going to hurt you um, to be challenged. Or do we teach our children to rise up? Oh, they didn't pass that thing the first time. Try again. Work harder. Yeah. It makes stronger. If you're in the face of adversity, do you rise up and become your best self? Do you try even harder next time? And I'd like to think we're training our children that way. I mean, we can see examples of it in their lives now that they do that. They don't just fall back in defeat, but they rise up and they're stronger. Oh, that coach treated you that way or this person talked to you that way or that what are you going to do next time? How are you going to love that person and get stronger and know who you are, where your worth lies? And I think that kind of gets to the heart of mm. why this untruth exists, because our identity is challenged in society. So people don't they don't know that their identity is based on who they are created by. That's how we know our identity, that we are created by a God who mm-hmm. loves us and loved us into existence and keeps us in existence with his love and sustains us. And we're children of God. And that is our identity, not what we do or who we please or who we love. None of those things actually are our identity. And that, I think, is the heart of this because if your identity can be hurt so f- you're so fragile that your identity oh, yeah. is literally I mean, hurt by well, the things is, you believe and identify with this is the this is just a you know a, a logical outcome of the participation trophy mentality of the world right yeah oh oh oh, oh you, you 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 showed up you lost but you're a winner like no you lost and that happens in life and it's okay and you it's can oh, lose. it actually it, it apps especially in sports it's absolutely okay it yep. stinks nope I am as big a loser as they come sometimes, and I hate it. I hate losing. I'm highly competitive. Mm-hmm. I don't like losing. But when you, as you grow up, you got to figure out. It happens. The more important thing is, did you have fun? Did you enjoy what you were doing? Did you give it your best? Mm-hmm. Recognize that the other person or the other team did better than you. And that's okay. And that's okay. And that's, that's actually, a good thing. Celebrate a good, that Yeah, there's them. a good. Yeah, you should yep. be able to. You don't have to be happy with it. That's fine. Right. But you should be able to acknowledge they played you know really what? great. They played. They yeah. played bad. They outplayed yeah. us. Yeah. So but I, instead. Yeah. So I think it's an outflow of that. The other thing I think that, and he does a nice job of talking about this, that makes it so high end. So social media participation trophy. Uh, uh, you know, not understanding your dignity and letting other people, therefore, your worth is based on based and, on what you what do, everybody else says or what you do. You. He talks about tribalism, and that we've we've become everything now is are you Republican. Are you Democrat? Are you left? Are you are are you right? And not just that. And then we identify: Are you for Biden or are you for Trump? And so we've we've created this massive like. And again, it's not everybody. We know this because we know right. people who don't believe in this because we tend to hang around with people who 
have you know use common sense right. and have have some balance. Aren't just but we also know people. But we also know people who are in the tribes, mm-hmm. and the people in the tribes. So I tend to be. I try to take the best of all worlds. Kind of, I'm just seeking truth. I'm trying to live on my life through a Catholic lens, mm. and therefore I sometimes agree with the left, and sometimes I agree with the right. And if you agree with the left on one topic or one part of a topic and you say that to somebody who's in the, tr- the tribe on the right, they, well, then you are a Democrat. You're the worst. What do you, what do you love, Joe Biden? And then the vice versa, obviously, if you say somebody, something to somebody who's in the left tribe, oh, well, I actually believe that abortion is wrong. Oh, my words. You're, you're, you're a Nazi. You're an ultra right winger. I mean, it's tribalism that adds to this as well. So these, they're throwing bombs at each other where they really believe if they if one side wins over the other, like the world's going to explode today. Now, maybe there's some truth to that, but it's just it, it's yeah. Anyway, it's just and then so therefore it creates on both sides. It creates this idea of I can't tolerate or I can't listen to something that you say because it's going to or if I or if I give you credit for something that you might have said that I disagree with. Wow, that's a pretty good argument you just put forth. I can't, nobody can do that anymore. Because no, the argument hurt me, made me weaker. You hurt my feelings, made me feel unsafe. Right. And that's the thing. Could be a hundred different things. Whereas we used to be able to logically debate. Right. And be able to be friendly, but challenge. Yep. And we still have people in our lives we can do that with, obviously. We're not saying every person, but no. culture as a society, kind of as a whole, we see this these patterns that, yeah. that emerge. Yeah. And this pattern of the minute that something is said to you that goes against what you believe right. or goes against something in your life maybe that you're doing or whatever it is, there's a there's like a, you're hurting me. There's a, there's a personalism. It's very personal yeah. that you're attacking me. It's like, well, nope, nope. I'm just stating. I'm what, stating facts about this situation or this yeah. tr- whatever. I'm this truth that I'm trying to put some shed some light on, but it's very personal. Yeah, there's a guy who's going around. Um, he goes around everywhere, and he's he's fighting against. Um, we talked about this a little bit last week. He's fighting against, uh, you know, surgeries on minors mm. to change their "quote unquote" gender. And um, he, the good thing is, he he is able to document a lot of times that wherever he is, that there are people who come up to him and actually want to dialogue with him. Mm. They approach him. I disagree with you, but I want to hear. Let's talk. And he says that's kind of the highlight. And he says, but. When that happens, the, there are usually some other people there who are just being emotional and just, uh, you're the worst, you're a mean person, whatever it is, instead of engaging Why him. Why you and, a bigot? Yeah, exactly. And they're always like, they can't handle. So the other person who agrees, who probably is on their same side, I'm presuming, they start targeting them. Because now the words that they're saying, well, I thought you were on our side. Now you want to dialogue with this guy? That's hurting us. Yeah, this is how dialogue. this is how I know this is I how know. bad it's gotten. Yeah, um, and I get it. With volatile issues, we all can have very emotional responses, and that's why we're supposed to tap into reason, reason. and settle down and take we're a not breath, just emotional and beings. not be a toddler. We are logical, reasonable, reasonable, and talk it beings. out. 
right. talk it out. And if Use we did words. a if we did a little more of that on many issues, yeah, you could find everything is ground. everything is based on emotionalism. Everything is, yeah. you know, big time like uh, positions on very important domestic issues in the life of our country. It's all based on emotions. That's People's not going to that's not going to solve any problems. Right. And we have to take into account we're we're called to be compassionate sure. people. Absolutely. It's not a it's not this or that. You can either have emotion right. or reason. It's that there have to be both. Yeah, the church there says there have to be to, both. To talk about truth and charity, right? To yeah, absolutely. You have to have compassion for people, but you have to be able to use the intellect that God has given us to use. We're yeah. reasonable humans. Yeah. So what's the second untruth? Well, the second one's connected. Be very oh, by the way, he says something else. He says it's it's become a kind of a culture of safetyism, where we just feel like we have to protect these children. So it, he talks about how it it, le- it leads to all kinds of other bad decisions by adults, out of that adage. Because God forbid they catch a cold. God forbid they scrape their knee. God forbid. That's why they ban dodgeball. You know, in some schools. Oh my word, somebody might get hurt, um, and so on and so forth. Everything's padded. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm not against. I'm not getting padded walls. You know, I'm reasonable, reasonable. Are you pad these walls <laughs> for me should. and put me in here? All right, second one. Uh, uh, and oh yeah, so the second one is always trust your feelings. And then I'll say what he, his next couple sentences. Intuitively, that feels right. Like we're humans or emotional, intuitive creatures. We're largely emotional, reasoning creatures with little logic thrown on top. I'm not sure he's saying that. With a little logic thrown on top, but we're yeah, largely he, emotional. He, he's flipping it, right? He's, he's saying, it, yeah, saying, the society has flipped it, and he's right on this. And that's kind of what we were just saying. Yeah. So it's it basically it flows right out of that first. Always one. trust your feelings, like, but I feel this way. Okay, but your feeling might not actually be based in any reality, and right. that's what because perception is reality because, for some people. Yes, right. There, there might not be any truth. So this is classic you and but I if fighting. You don't, if you don't right? believe in truth. Right, exactly. So like a husband and wife fight. Mm-hmm. We fight plenty. I'm sure any of you married listening probably fight too. I always lose. And fighting is <laughs> it's part of life, right? Because if you have opinions on something or if you feel hurt by something, you need to communicate. And But I didn't intend to hurt you, but I feel hurt in these types of things. And it's what I do now? <laughs> nothing. <laughs> not not today. <laughs> nothing today. Um, <laughs> but the, the the point is that if the argument was solely based yeah, on just the on feeling, the, yeah, oh on the hearts. emotion. Yeah, we'd never get anywhere. We'd never resolve anything. Well, we wouldn't be married. That's anymore. true. We would have. No, seriously. Oh, we probably would have been divorced, and, yeah. and divorce rate is extremely high for many, many reasons. But I'm sure there's there's so much riding high on emotion and not a lot of let's okay I validate your emotions motions are real and they need to be validated that emotions I validate are also that you feel this way and he's he's he right this is what he's playing on he he's he's in his, and we're created that way we're created to have emotion absolutely Jesus or passions if you want to use the word passions yeah that they're not in and of themselves bad things when they take over and there's no use of logic well, or was, little yeah, when use there's a of disordered logic. When it or becomes ordering. disordered, yeah, the ordering is wrong. Mm-hmm. So if emotion, which is what he's saying here, if emotion overtakes logic or reasoning, we're going to have a problem. There's a problem. And we all know this. We've all experienced this. Mm-hmm. And the problem is if we're just going to normalize that as if that's the way we're this supposed to be. This is the way be, we're supposed to be. We can't help it. We can't control oh, ourselves. I'm, so, I'm just so upset and I can't. Well, let's talk about it. Let's work And by the way, it. there's something to saying. Like, I, I don't want to do the other side of this either where I'm saying get over it. 
That's not no, proper. That's again, not... that lacks charity and lacks compassion and mercy. Right. But there is such something of, all right, can you explain that? Right. Oh, I'm hurt. Okay, well, why? Oh, it's something you said. Well, what was it about what I said? Oh, it's just you said it. Well, that's not reason. Right, exactly. And that's because that's where this, this ultimately will end if you follow through on this line of thinking. Mm-hmm. No, well, why? Let's talk it through. What and is that's it what that's you were saying with husband and wife. About, right. Ideally, you talk it through. You talk through. Sometimes you need a couple hours to figure it out and settle mm-hmm. down. But at some point, you sit down and try to articulate your this point of view. This is why I felt this way. And, and, yes. And I'm, and I'm sorry you felt that way. I'm sorry my words hurt you. I never intended Honey, I'm sorry. that meaning. Those types of, if we yes. can have that kind of a dialogue, I never intended to hurt you by what I said. What I said was this. This is why I said it. Wasn't intentional to hurt you, blah, blah, blah. And, but, and then the other side of it is we can't always trust our feelings. No. We just can't do it because, you know, how about when we're too tired and your feelings get out of whack? Right. Should we be trusting our feelings in that moment? Right. Or how about when you drink too much? Should you be trusting your feelings in that moment? Nope. Or if you're in a, I don't know, I'm trying to think of other, you know, stressful situations. Right. Our, our emotions we all live, get we all, we all experience this. Everything gets out of whack. And so what do you have to do? You have to test it. You test it on truths. You test it using reason. Mm-hmm. Why? So it helps balance it out. Oh, well, man, of course I'm losing my mind today. It's because I didn't sleep last night. Or... I'm stressed out or this is, the way, this we, is why I'm feeling that and way. You talk it out with somebody. And you talk and that's the key I think with you know I have good friends that we do this with each other that hey can I run something by you? Am I overreacting to this situation? Run it by a trusted friend. Yeah. And sometimes the answer might be nope. You are you are right to be feeling the way you're feeling. That was inappropriate what was done or maybe it's this is this person's perspective. Somebody outside of the emotional that feelings that you have to sort it out. Yeah, I would say, and 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 be careful on you know. Hopefully, you have people in your tribe who use reason. If you do, you should turn that, to them. That is true. But you might be so deep in a tribe, and I hate to be using it this way, but like you're so deep, and especially I'm guessing this is more with you're political issues political, and stuff. Yeah. But that's part Which of what is, he's, he's talking he is about. He's talking yeah. about that too. Um. You know, hopefully if somebody, I mean, I have, I'm really blessed. I think we're blessed. We have mm-hmm. people who, as we just said earlier, kind of all over the divide, all over the spectrum of the world politically. And um, that's a good thing. I think I think that's a good thing. And because it, it's good to be challenged. It's good to be forced to think through some issues. Doesn't mean you have to agree with the, these people all the time, but I don't mind having to think it through. And, right. and, and, and I'm not offended when somebody... Post, throw something that's different you're from like my- You're like the opposite of offended. You love a good- Well, that's true. I like debating. You so love I'm, debate. I'm not so that's a, yeah. all. You're not this really a, the poster none, none, child. None of this works for, for me. This. Yeah, you like yeah. stir up debate where there is no- I mean, sometimes I, I don't like it, but- But you know. I, I do think bringing this back to parenting, yes. because this is really important that when we're parenting, our children are obviously going to have emotional responses right. to things. Sometimes- Especially in the toddler stages, but sometimes we were just joking oh, yesterday about teenagers. the teenagers that. Um, oh, this morning <sighs> I had to- I had toddlers taking fits, and then and then um, a teenager who kind of whined about something in a playful manner. But then I kind of just said, "Everybody's whining today, mom." This and we're whining too. <laughs> and <laughs> and you know the. 
the um the level and the ability to logic to logically work through things develops with age and training because you're not just yeah. born to yeah. be able to logically sift out yeah. truth yeah. and so it needs to be trained to our children so when our children sometimes overreact emotionally to something which they get that from the both of us because we're overreactors truth oh no you are way worse than i am in oh now older oh age. wow <laughs> Wow, in my older age? Shut up. I feel weaker now. Whitney, Whitney is agreeing with me. She's looking right at me right now. Whitney's, like, yeah. Whitney's hiding a finger somewhere over no, here. No, I can see all her. No, I can't yeah, actually. Exactly. That's not true. I can't see her Whitney's other hand. Whitney's on my side of I can't see one. her other hand. Um, no, I, I do think, okay, it's really important that we help them to sift out their feelings. Yeah. I understand you're taking okay, sometimes when they're toddlers and they're taking a fit, they just need to be put in a different room to take their 45 minute fit. No, I, I've, I, we've I had plenty I of kids that we've had to shut into today. rooms. Yes, you had to deal I with had the to fit. Deal today. With that today the it results. was really nice of you to to do that while I was schooling other children. And so but sometimes they have to do that, but then we have to help them work it out. I understand you're feeling this way. Mm. Let's talk about why. Yeah. What and and help them sift through the reasoning part of it. So if we're we're doing a disservice if we react to every emotional thing. Just, and I yeah. know people who oh, parent yeah, this yeah, way. Yeah. I'm sure you all do too. Maybe you're one of them and you're saying, crap, I do do that. You are you are mean. You people are mean. Maybe you're saying that. You're the that. worst parents on earth. Maybe. Anyhow, that reacting to every, oh, 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 every little thing our kids whine about or complain about or need oh. is a disservice to them yes. because they're going to end up being these whiny adults who cannot <sighs> reason through and debate and who literally right. will grow who, up and everything's thinking about feelings. Everything yeah. is about their feelings yeah. and what doesn't kill them is going to make them weaker and they're going to shy away from any conflict because well, God forbid. No, no, that's not true. They, they will go after conflict. They will create conflict to go after people who disagree with them. Okay, yes, it actually that becomes, is the it, other Because that's the what he's making. Extreme. As adults, what happens is the opposite. That leads to wokeism and cancel culture, where you begin to, you want to destroy other people because They're they disagree the with you. Because yeah. they disagree with yeah. you. That is true. And I think there are, the other extreme is possible that there is a total avoidance of Oh, no, no. Conflict. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. But and I think what he's speaking to here is what we're to seeing me. today, which is everything right. is, yeah. Yeah. So anyhow, what's Anyways, the last untruth? His last one is, um, I actually kind of agree and then kind of disagree because he makes a point later on about it. So he says the the final, the third great untruth is the world is a struggle between good people and evil people. He says, uh, this one feels right, doesn't it? It feels right. Well, of course, there's, a, there's good people who do the right thing. Um, America, and there's bad people who do the terrible things, like Russia, um, where there's good people like liberals and there's bad people, conservatives, or the other way around. Or you fill in the blank with whatever tribal affiliation you're, you're thinking of and everybody else who's bad and it feels right. And yeah, so this gets to the kind of the, that's purely about tribalism, the idea that that if you're on the other, if you're in this other group, you're obviously the evil group. That's definitely playing out, and it's playing out from both sides, and they it's just constant 
on social media, you just watch the bombs fly across. Mm-hmm. The bad people, the good people. I'm and, on the good side. And I think his first point here is a good one because he make, goes on to talk about how isn't it possible that that all of us are just trying to do what we think is good? Isn't it possible that they're trying from their perspective, that's important, right? Perception is reality. And their worldview, which in is their worldview, yeah. So th- just this is just premise number one, because then we quickly get to the second premise, which I think we both disagree with. Okay, so the other, in other words, rem- rem- remembering, I think his point is that we're all human beings. Mm-hmm. We're all human beings, doing the best we can. Doing the best we can with what we have. Yes, and, and I, I th- agree with that. Yes, and I think that helps. That it goes back to your dignity thing. All human beings have an inherent dignity because they're children of God. Whether they believe in God or not, it doesn't matter. They are created by God, and because of that, they have dignity. And I think, and I'm sure maybe he talks about this because I didn't get to this part of the podcast, but social media has taken away humanity of people. Yes. Yes. When we were at the doctor's office last week with the kids, one of the doctors... I can't remember if it was when, the, when I took the boys or when I took the girls, but I think it was the, the when I took the girls. And she asked our oldest daughter, um, what social media do you have? And Mariana said, none. And she went, good for you. And I said, they're not allowed to have social media, not until they're 18 or out of the house, because it's just, there's nothing good. There's nothing it's all, good especially for kids. For kids yeah. about social media. We've talked about that before. It's just yeah. that the I, I, parents just don't you it's don't need just, it doesn't need necessary. to happen. It's not just necessary. Because everybody has it. Doesn't mean He talks your about all it does it. is just puts you on 24/7 chance of being bullied. Yeah. Well, that doesn't have to happen if they're not on social media. Right. Well, then if they're not on social media, people pick on them. Don't just tell them I'm I have nope. more important things to do in my life. I'm right. just on social media. My, I want to live on. my life. I live in the real world. And so Step there, off. So there's this dehumanization yeah. that happens. Agreed. And we treat we treat people like objects because yep. of social media. Yep. You can go onto a social media platform, say whatever you want, yep. and forget that you're actually talking to another human being who has dignity, just like you, yeah. who God loves the same amount as he loves you. Yes, even Whitney. God rest her soul. Oh, God rest her soul. Yes. Pray that she's yes. made it to the promised land. Yeah, no question. And that's forgotten. Oh, I Because you don't have to think about it Correct. because you're you're be- you're behind your phone or you're typing on a screen, yep. and you can just say what you and that want. Per- it's that, a platform and that, for that you. begins to permeate where you can say really, really awful, awful things, things to somebody where a lot of other people are going to no read it, and a lot of people are going to read it mm-hmm. because. You're upset about some a political position they took. Because your feelings yeah, are hurt. because your feelings are hurt. That's when I want to say, get over yourself. Well, get off social media, too. And get off social media, because if you can't be an adult on social media, you shouldn't be on social that, media. Fair enough. Yeah. And that's why you and I, we made a decision a long time ago, not, not, not long enough ago, let's just say that, to not post anything controversial on social media. Well, it got, for me, it, hit, it finally hit its, it hit the, it got, um, it crossed the line at, uh, in the 2016 election heading into that. So it Trump, Trump got, Clinton, it just got people's, that's where the, for me. People lost their minds. People, and uh, I mean, and COVID had another layer of it. But by that point, I, I really didn't post a lot of stuff on social media. I not, mean, not like that kind of stuff. So I mean, I've been attacked by people that I'm friends with 
that I've maybe had not zero conversations in my adult life. Maybe I knew them in high school or something. And they just would come on, see my post and just braid me. It's like, if you have a differing opinion, keep to yourself or state it it in a logical, like an adult. Yeah, that's like we said at the beginning. Instead of just berating someone about it. But people aren't capable of having that's why most of the time I just Real don't comment. I don't comment. Even if something no, I really get not, riled, I just go, even, "What is it's it? Not worth I it. know the person, or and I just go, "I'm not dealing with that." right If now. you know somebody in real life, that's the only. You know, you can have a real conversation. Sit down over a glass of wine or a cup of coffee and have a real conversation like a real adult. But anyways, so his last just because uh, it's yes, something this that he says point. at the very end of this uh, of this. He's talking about this last great untruth. And he says, um, and then realizing that the world is actually just people, not good and evil. There are better ideas and worse ideas. Well, yeah, I mean, as the dog, sorry, we do disagree with you there, because the reality is there is evil. Satan is real. Well, that statement is pure moral moral relativism that there is no truth. Truth. And again, I don't know this guy. I don't know anything about him. I haven't listened to him. Maybe that's a misspeak, and but I can only react to what that says. Particular podcast said. And it's just not true. I'm sorry. And and again, I get it. Well, well, that's what you think. I said, yeah, it's exactly what I think. It's what I believe. And it's what I believe because I'm Catholic. And and I believe there is a God. And I believe in Jesus Christ. And I believe in the Holy Spirit. And I believe in the church. And an I, absolute truth. There is an absolute truth. That God is real. And therefore, Jesus is the truth because Jesus is God revealing himself to us. And he is the truth. He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. So he is the truth. So everything flows to and from Christ. And to say, well, that's true for you and that's true, that's more relativism. And well, the idea that there's no that there's there's no good and evil, just people. Like, right. What? Like people, what are the end and the, no? There's end intrinsic, and, the beginning? and we know there's intrinsically evil things in the world. Right. So we always use the example murder, somebody killing somebody for not in defense, not because they've been forced into military and hopefully in a just war. No, they kill somebody out of malice or they're on drugs, whatever it is. Murder. That's intrinsically evil. We all know it. So we know there's we know that there is and good I and think, evil, and maybe think, that's not what he was getting to I there. I think the but... point is that with the good and the evil is that we either cooperate with the good, right? We cooperate with God, even if we don't know we're doing it. When we're cooperating and we're doing good, we are living on a path in line with God's plan for us. If we're doing good, mm-hmm. and if we cooperate with evil, we're aligning ourselves with the devil. And that is evil. It doesn't make us an evil person. Yeah, and I think that maybe, maybe that's what that's he was the doing. Point yeah. he's making yeah. that people themselves were created good. We're created in the image and likeness of God. Every single person is created, but we're also created with the stain of original sin on our soul, and we need that taken away by baptism, and then we sin because there's concupiscence, and we are drawn towards sin because of the fall. So people do cooperate with evil and do bad things. Right. That doesn't make. Then the, the enemy is always know the they enemy. They still is have, yeah, they the still devil. have, a, and they still have an inherent de- dignity despite their sinfulness and their right. bad behavior. They still have dignity, but then the trick is to help them to rediscover that See dignity. Their dig- yeah. And, See and, their and dignity. To, and to live that out, mm-hmm. uh, primarily in a relationship with, with Jesus Christ. And fundamentally, that's, you know, for our children, that's fundamentally, there is good and evil. We talk about it all the time mm-hmm. with our kids. 
And we can choose the true, the good, and the beautiful, especially through a relationship with Jesus Christ, who gives us the grace they have to watch to know the truth, to know that which is, uh, to know the truth, to see the beauty, and to do the good. Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyways, yeah, interesting. interesting I'm, I'm, yeah. I might, I'm intrigued enough. I might check this guy, check out a couple more episodes just to get a better feel for him. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, interesting topic. Yeah, thank you to our number one listener. I'm not sure that's fair. I'm not sure we might have better <laughs> listeners. No offense, Marianne. How do you rate a listener? <laughs> that's to what be I'm a saying. Better, I mean, you just, but you just named her. I number, just, <laughs> you named her the number one listener. I think there are other people who listen to us who might be offended by that. I'm, I'm on their side. You know what? You could be. Get you over could, your feelings. You could be in your tribe. I'm going to stay in my tribe over here. All right. Long episode. Well, listen, folks. Thank you for joining us in this episode. Wow, this is a really dragged out thank you. Of Raising Eight. A couple of sinners trying to raise saints. I just couldn't think of the normal way thank I Thank you that. for joining us. Yeah, I know, I just... Yeah, I don't for know. another episode of Raising Eight. God bless. God bless. <laughs>